Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> guys. Hi, we are welcome. we are prepared this week. I'm Alex. I'm Buckus slash Ellie. I'm Imogen. Um, yeah, so last week was a shit show, but <laughs> yeah. don't worry, everybody. We are here today. We are prepared. I cleaned the house. We have actual <laughs> things to talk about. We aren't just sweeping Florida. stuff under the rug. We're ready to rumble. Yeah, and this week is going to be like an actual shit yeah. show. Yeah, and last yeah. week we like didn't really drink at all, but this week we're uh, going all in. Right. We're so drink a lot. We're already a shot in, and Ellie has a giant can of beer. Yeah. And a margarita. Yes. <laughs> and a shot glass in front of yep. her. Right. So we are... So why would we have a shot glass in front of us? Can someone explain this to me? I'm lost. Oh, are you now? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> this week I brought my game that I bought from uh, from this like popular YouTube series called Truth or Drink. It's called... Get ready for this. Drum roll, please. Truth or drink. Oh! <laughs> and it's basically just like where there's these cards that have questions on them. And if you don't want to answer the question, you take a shot. So we're going to get pretty yeah. lit. I've pre-picked some questions that I thought would be excellent topics. Mm-hmm. I've already mm-hmm. forgotten which ones I picked. That's good. So We don't want you to be aware. Yeah, no. And we're not taking full shots. I yeah. want to be clear. Can we take little shots? We're not like, taking I full shots. I am really sensitive. I'm ready for yeah. a baby shot. I am not great. Imogen is actually taking shots of wine. Not even real wine. She's is taking that shots this? of oh. sangria. Yeah, that's what that cup of red water next I to I suggested is. it because I didn't want to take shots of like hard liquor, but... So she can take a shot of that reality. or a shot of Kahlua, yeah. which is coffee liqueur. Very tasty. Honestly, I found out about Kahlua, like I'd heard the name before and I'd never really thought anything of it, but coffee liqueur, whole, that is up my alley. It's I'm a really good. barista, by the way, mm. and I love a good coffee. Ooh, baby. Yeah, my yeah. mom used to pour it on ice cream. Mm-hmm. That with some amaretto is so good. Amaretto is al- almond liqueur. Mm-hmm. So if you get vanilla ice cream and you put coffee liqueur and almond liqueur on there. Oh. So mm-hmm. Imogen will be taking a shot of either the Sangria Carlo Rossi or the Kahlua. Yeah. Honestly, bless Carlo Rossi. Carlo Rossi is an alcoholic brother. Carlo Rossi. <laughs> like, wow. Carlo Rossi provides for me so much. I like, provide. Any, any time I'm like, I don't know what to drink tonight, I'll see that giant fucking jug of How much sangria. is it? It's like 10 bucks. Uh, for a, like almost two gallons, I think. So like, how much does it last? Because I've had like half a bottle in my fridge for like months. Of Carlo Rossi? Yeah. Depends on how much you drink. It's a lot to drink. So I like to drink it. Sometimes I like to drink it more than wine because with wine, it feels more like it feels heavier. Whereas with that, I can just have Mm -hmm. like a full wine glass full of it with like ice cubes Mm -hmm. and I don't get nearly as like tipsy as I do. But it's definitely strong enough. Like it's not Bellino. Bellini. Bellini? Bellini. You know, like peach Bellini or like. A Bellini Bellinis. is like champagne with like peach puree. Have you had it from, okay, not like a real Bellini, but like the like cheap like Trader <laughs> Joe's Bellinis. They have them have in not. peach. I love, a, I love a peach Bellini. Mango or something. I don't know. I don't know about this. Is this oh, like a wine good. spritzer? Yeah, kind of. It's like, it, it's just a bottle and it's like sweet juice that is slightly Ooh. alcoholic, but I could drink like a bottle and not feel much really yeah Damn. it's like the size of like a wine bottle i gotta try that i had peach bellini when i was in italy 
Oh, the that's real good. stuff. Ooh, it was yeah. good. That sounds really and good. And limoncello. Oh, <laughs> yes. Limoncello. Okay. Side tangent. Yeah. The lemons that are used to make limoncello are only available. Like, like there's a specific limoncello in Italy that is only made there. And yeah. it's like have, had this fam, long family tradition. It's like this really specific type. But the lemons that are used to make it, apparently you can just eat them like an apple. Because the rind mm. is so sweet and it's just so like delicious. Like it's a wow. very specific breed of lemon that doesn't grow anywhere else and is only grown for limoncello. Do you know where that is? No, I it, it, it was on in the Chingoterra. Let me look I it up. In? Let me look it up. Because they they've specialized in limoncello. And we like would we one of the nights um, some of the people that I was with were like, we've been in Europe all summer and we've seen all these people smoking cigarettes and we want to try it out. And I'm like, Hey, I can buy cigarettes. Yeah. So we bought cigarettes and bought limoncello and we just sat on some rocks by the ocean and smoked cigarettes and drank limoncello. And it was just like, it was a beautiful, that's so nice kiss of an evening. Wow. Straight out of a movie. Limoncino. Yep. In Cinquotera. <laughs> Cinquotera. Cinquotera. Apparently, it's limoncino, which is different. Uh, I don't know what it is, but apparently it's different. Hmm. I I mean, it's probably a very similar type of lemon to the one that is used to make limoncello. There's only one limoncello that I really want to try, and it's um, Danny DeVito's limoncello. (laughs) Oh my god. Danny DeVito has a limoncello and I've never wanted to try an alcohol more in my whole life. Can you, where do you get it? I I don't think you can. Wow. Just from Danny DeVito himself. He has to to fall down upon you with angel's wings Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. He's like a big cherub. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, come here, my baby. I have a gift for you. He says, come here, baby. (laughs) Oh, oh man all right well i think with that let's yeah. dive into uh truth or drink all right who wants to read the first question i'll i'll read the first one so truth or drink there's two questions on there so i'm going to assign either imogen or ellie to answer the question so i'm first going to read them to myself what is the topic for this one? Oh, cold hard truth this is on the rock so there's like different decks mm-hmm. the on the rocks one I think it's just like general questions okay. and it's like um just like to get the evening started, you know. Okay. Okay. He's into it. Oh. The first one is good for either of you. Mm. So I'm going to actually let you guys decide who will answer this question. Mm-hmm. What's something you miss about your last serious ex? <laughs> you go you go all right i guess i'm taking this okay um while i was in the relationship it was really good but like looking back what a shit show (laughs) to be honest like wow but what's what's something that you miss something that i miss like oh that was the best thing i think just like laughing with her Mm. yeah and like being silly but, like, fuck her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, listen, I've found someone else. You have. And they're so cute. Better. Yes, you guys sure. are both. Yeah. 
I love White that. lightning can suck a dick. <laughs> she probably does. She's a whore. Oh, that's terrible and true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then Imogen. Yeah. Do you think that you are happier or sadder than the average person and why? Um, I would say... I would say that I'm happier than the average person because I actively try to be happy. Mm. So, like, I definitely get sad a lot and get into, like, dark places and have, like, not been happy for a good span of time. But, like, I don't settle with being unhappy and that, like, at least, like, I try really hard to, like, go to therapy and journal and work on yourself, bail on social events and, (laughs) you know, just, like... Do what I need, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of like you're not there. You're. I don't think you're ever really like just happy, you know. Mm. But I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know how other people feel, so I don't know. But I would say like I I look for the good, you know. I don't just yeah. like go around hating yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. I I think too. Like there's a lot for to say for those who work to make themselves a better person. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of that is, like, also accepting that you're not happy and you're, like, not Mm. okay. Yeah. Like, there's so many depression memes and stuff Mm -hmm. right now, and they're funny. I really think they're (laughs) funny. But I think that it speaks a lot to people kind of just feeling hopeless for so many different reasons. But I think it makes it really hard to work on yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And I think like too, with that, at least like from some of the stuff I've noticed, I don't know, this might be not true, but like there's a lot of comfort in finding your group. And I think that some Mm. people in those communities or that like look at those like accounts a lot. They like just kind of want to be part of that group or find a group. So they identify with being like depressed and like they they wear it so out and proud, which is not something to be ashamed about. It's not something Mm -hmm. to hide, but it's like too much. So to where like all of their friends are depressed, they have no interest in getting out of that. You know, it's just like a cycle of who they are. It's who they are. And I think like when it becomes that and they stop trying, then it's really sad. I no, it's, it's hard. I was diagnosed with clinical depression at 16 I'm 23 now. And it's hard to be labeled like that. I was yeah, thinking. it was really hard going to that appointment to my doctor and just kind of telling her, like, I'm really sad and I don't know why and I'm really scared to go out and meet new people and going into my doctor and having that serious conversation with her was really, really hard. And I didn't get medication until like four years ago. When I, Um, yeah, when I kind of was, like, at my wit's end where I was, like, I just, I'm thinking about death, like, every day. Yeah. And in a way that I'm, like, it's, it was so distant from death in the sense of, like, I would think about it and I would actually just be, like, I really wonder what that's like to die. Like, I wonder what would happen after I die. I don't really know if anybody would really miss me. Mm. Like, having those thoughts, which were, of course big sign of suicide like huge warning for suicide and thankfully I was in a place where I could see that and go to my doctor and get Mm -hmm. some help but it's so easy to just sink into that and I think a lot of people who are in that place don't think that going to the doctor and getting help will fix what's happening yeah and it it does have to come from you so was it relieving to be diagnosed in a way and to like have that yeah 
reassurance that like it's not just you like Mm -hmm. you know it's chemical yeah because a lot of it too like my family was really into and they still are into jesus in a way that's like everything can be attributed to god or the devil Hmm. and so being sad is from the devil and being happy is from god and i think that for some people that can be helpful but for me it just made me feel really guilty mm-hmm. of like well if i'm sad that i'm really letting the devil take over my life You're not and trying really, hard yeah, enough yeah. i'm not working hard against my sin and my mm-hmm. sin is what's making me unhappy and if i just stop sinning then i'll be happy and it's my fault and that's of course Dang. really untrue that's a big burden to carry yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was a relief to be diagnosed because it's like, I'm not crazy. At the very least, it's like, I know what's happening. I'm not spinning around unaware of how to handle this. Like, at least there's a name to what's going on and I can figure it out at some point and that might not be now, but at the very least it can be later. I think it's good to, yeah. to share and stuff because like so many people go through that and it's only I feel like in the past couple of years that it's especially being talked about so mm-hmm. so it's good you thought we were going to be drinking and making jokes and stuff like <laughs> no absolutely right. not but to clarify I'm in a much better place now I'm much happier I love my life like mm-hmm. every once in a while it'll just hit me and I'll be like damn I oh. really love being alive like I really oh. love spending time with people and you know even though there's an empty void that will never be filled um, <laughs> yeah that's okay <laughs> i just every once in a while i'm like damn yeah i'm really happy i'm around Aww. do you ever just like want to go back to high school and just like tell people like it gets better you know yeah. that like it's not yeah. gonna stay like that like that's yeah. so cheesy i feel but that like so and true. they would probably be like why are you here like creepy ladies but like <laughs> But, like, I wish someone came down to me to be like, listen, college is going to be great. Home is going to be great. Like, whatever you choose to do after high school, as soon as you step out, don't even go to college. Like, you do you, whatever you want to do, like, you are going to be okay. Hormones suck. Yeah. But they're going to level out a little. Yeah. Give it some time. Your acne is going to clear up a little bit. (laughs) Maybe not fully, but you'll be okay with that. Like, (laughs) your period won't be as heavy. Yeah. It'll be great. Listen, my flow has been consistently (laughs) so heavy. Like, you know what a jacuzzi jet is? Yes. (laughs) Oh, no. It's Niagara Falls every time you sneeze, right? Oh, my God. It's insane. And they don't warn you for that in, like, the video that they show you in school. Well, here's the thing. As a homeschooled woman, I had no warning at all whatsoever. I just saw that there was blood one day and I said something's wrong <laughs> what age were you 11 wow you're young Whoa. I was 16 what so I got it and I was like yes <laughs> I'm a woman <laughs> I'm fertile oh <laughs> uh, see I'm right wow, between you guys I got it when scary. I was 13 so okay that's 11 like, though yeah yeah so I'm i bet like a lot brutal. of your friends and stuff like didn't have it either either no so but like, i was like the kind of person where i was like i'm not gonna talk about this to anyone this is the most embarrassing shit ever that's and your mom was like me. ellie where are our pads going yeah like, something's gone missing i'm like oh i wanted to make a mask <laughs> there's a masquerade ball i decorated it you just cut slits out of a pad for your mouth and eyes <laughs> So what were your thoughts when you started bleeding? Because I remember mine. I had just cried over a vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was vacuuming and it just wasn't working. And so I just, <laughs> I was like wrapping the cord around the thing where you like wrap the cord around on the vacuum and I like, it wasn't going right. So I just like smacked myself in the face with it because <laughs> I was so angry. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm just so mad. Then I started crying, and then I saw blood, and I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) I don't remember. You don't remember your thoughts? No, I don't. Did you know what it was at the time, or do you think you did around that time? Like, even if you don't remember the incident? Okay. Yeah, because our family's, like, really weird and, like, hush-hush about that that kind of stuff. Like, not anymore, relatively, because, like, all of my sisters are, like, we've all had our periods Mm -hmm. and stuff, and we're just, like, very open about it. Like, if Mm -hmm. she gets grumpy every once in a while, I'll be like, you (laughs) understand? She hates me for it. Yeah, she hates me for it, but it's really funny. But I don't remember my first period, but I remember when Olivia got her first period because I think we were visiting family in Indiana. Yeah, we were visiting... No, was it Colorado? It might have been Colorado. But we were, like, walking around this, like... It was either a graveyard or a national park. And I... Those are vastly different, but I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> there was a lot of green space. Yeah, exactly. And we, uh, Julianne and Olivia and I had gone to the bathroom, and Olivia was taking a while. And me being a dumbass and a motherfucker, I like was like, "Hey, I'm gonna fuck with her and look over the stall and like scare her or something." And I see her in there, and she's like, just like freaking out and like <gasps> and like looking and just like just like panicking kind of. And like I was like, "Olivia, are you okay? I'm gonna go get mom and see if she has any pads." Or anything and she was really mad at me because like she gets embarrassed about stuff really yeah. easily yeah. I was like this is fine this is normal like you're mm-hmm. gonna be fine yeah everything's gonna be okay oh I'm a dumbass God. for looking over but I'm glad I did <laughs> yeah. yeah that was almost like fate that that happened right then you know? yeah oh what a good sister that's nice she probably wanted to kill you she really yeah. did it's interesting because our families are so drastically different like like, my mom was a school nurse, so she had to give the, like, sex ed videos to all the kids. So I remember being in, like, third grade, she's like, you want to watch the video? Like, she'd bring me <laughs> home, like, those, like, free sample pads and everything. She's like, let's look. And I'm just like, mom, no, God, no. Because I was, like, yeah. 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and way, you're, like, embarrassed. It's just weird. Like, my mom, like, brought home those, like, gross. And you know they're, like, the most. Im- Did you ever watch, like, the sex ed videos? Do they have, like, homeschool Oh, God, edition? they are t- terrible oh it's so bad they split up the boys and the girls Mm -hmm. and then they show the the like two different versions which i have to say i was gonna say i think it would be much better to just make all of the kids watch Mm -hmm. both of the videos because it's like it gives you context for everybody of what's happening i don't know because they gave like i remember they gave the girls like a little bit of information about the guy stuff and even that was like horrifying Mm -hmm. so like i would not want to know about like I don't know what happens to guys. Balls dropping or like, I don't don't know. I feel like Or like their first (laughs) erection or something. Like, I don't, I I would not have wanted to that. that stuff needs to happen. Like, not all of that stuff, but I feel like the anatomy for sure needs to happen so much earlier because it's like, it destigmatizes it so much earlier Mm -hmm. because like when you're going through puberty, you already feel gross about your privates in general. That like, is this normal? Yeah, that the thought of something happening to them without your control is already terrifying. (laughs) That I feel like if we just talked about, hey, that's called your penis. Hey, that's called your (laughs) vagina. I'm a child. Hey, that's called your penis. Get it out of my face. (laughs) Oh my god, you guys want to hear the worst story in the world? Yes, absolutely. Oh god. Okay, so we have, Dana and I have these friends who we stay with when we visit the Netherlands. And they have these two kids, Robin and Matthijs. 
Robin's the older one. Matthias is the younger one. How old? How young? At the time, Robin was, I want to say six or seven, and Matthias was like four or five. Yeah. So they're brothers. Very cute kids. Matthias is like hilarious without ever trying. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a funny kid. I he, if you've ever met like Robin is like a dog. Matthias is like a cat. It's the best way I can describe it. And so, Matthias, in the Netherlands, they're very open and understanding about sexuality in general. Like, that education begins in, like, preschool. Mm -hmm. About, you know, anatomy and understanding and, like, how boys and girls are different. Like, that kind of stuff begins so much younger than it begins here in the U.S. So, they're very open about it. And Matthias likes to walk around the house naked, which... (laughs) It's not a problem for me. I don't care. It's funny. Matthias will just pull down his pants and start pooping when I'm brushing the, my teeth. Like, he's just oh, so... Shameless. He's, he is. He There is no shame whatsoever in that kid, and I hope it never enters because he is beautiful. And so, Martin told us, Martin is his dad, told us that Matthias was learning... That his penis can make him feel good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so Martin told us a story about how he had to tell Matthias to take that to his room. This was before we arrived, so we were not there for that conversation. (laughs) But he told us about how Matthias has to take it to his room. If he wants to do that, you know, there's no problem in doing that, but he just, he can't do it in front of other people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when kids like learn a swear word for the first time, like you tell them it's a bad word and they still say it in front of you. <laughs> Matthias began <laughs> masturbating in front of David and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We were mid breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's the thing, you guys. This kid only speaks Dutch. <laughs> so I can't tell him in English, hey, go take that up to your room. I have to, in broken Dutch, mind you, tell you, hey, take your penis somewhere else. <laughs> Hey, that's your penis. <laughs> Get it out of here. Out of my He's like, Matthijs, they, they want your payment neat. And that basically means we don't want your penis. <laughs> and he looked at me, and in Dutch he was like, of course you do. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, children. I just started texting Martin because he's upstairs. Oh and I was like, God. Martin, Martin, Martin. down and he's like Matthias and he's like laughing and he's like Matthias go to your room and he's we're all cracking up it was the most awkward thing and on his way out he just looks it up and he just looks at us and he like puts his finger on his mouth and he's like <laughs> and he like smacks his butt as he goes away Holy shit. <laughs> wow Oh man! Wow, good so, for him. Yeah, again, shameless. Living the life. Absolutely yeah. shameless. But you just and you don't want him to change. Cool, yeah, yeah. Until like it, it gets weird, and he's like in front of girls or something, then that's like he'll real be fine. Bad. He'll be but, fine. But like, wow, those are that's like good parenting. I feel yeah. you know, because like 
Wow. It's normal, rare. but it was just yeah. so funny because like we, Dana and I grew up, we're like masturbating at all in front of anybody <laughs> is like bizarre, especially when you're like four or five and first learning that like your bits can make you happy. Bits? <laughs> <laughs> so that is the story of the time That's that so a four year old was masturbating in front of us. Wow. Somehow cute. Somehow. Cute story. I know. And that's Matthias. Wow. He's amazing. <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh, I don't know if it was a real product or something, but it's like some like anti-masturbation thing where like for kids. So you would put them on like this cross thing and there were Velcro things. So it would hold your hands away from you. It, I don't know. It was really weird. I, I don't know if it was just a meme or if this is a real product, but it was. Yeah, I wish I had a picture, but. Really, really weird. Sad, the shame go- that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of pent-up sexuality. Like, waiting to burst forth. Yeah. And Ooh. then, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's like cuckolding. You know? Like, when... <laughs> Explain. <laughs> yeah, what's a cuckold, Alex? Do you know? I do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but for this for sake, all- what is a cuckold, <laughs> Yeah, okay. For everyone out there... <laughs> Elaborate in as much detail as possible. <laughs> okay, so I learned about cuckolding when I was interesting in, and when I was interested in having a three-way. <laughs> my very own. <laughs> my very own cuckold. <laughs> You're just googling one day. <laughs> my very own. <laughs> So, from my understanding, a cuckold is something that goes over your penis to prevent you from, like, getting off. But I learned about it in the context of somebody watching somebody else have sex with, like, a glass vase, basically, over your cock to prevent you from, like, getting any pleasure from it. What? I have not heard that I version. Heard that and that is... That's, that's the three-way context. You guys get informed. Yeah. Wow, I never actually Googled it. I just heard it, like, So if I a... Amazon search glass color base... <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Uh, well, I don't want to do that on mine because it's linked with my family's account. So. Glass cut... Hold vase. vase. You know the like angry feminists that just want like the downfall of all men. Mm-hmm. It's probably like invented by. Oh look at that! No, that's his large champagne glass. <laughs> this one. How does that even work? You put it over your dick. How does it stick? See, you don't. I know, it just I know. Of stays in with the an erection, it will hold up the glass. Oh. It just says glass vase. And it's at Dollar Tree. We could go down the street <laughs> and walk <laughs> over there and get a cuckold vase. <laughs> so have you tried this? How no. is it? I have not tried it. <laughs> Damon is not open to a three-way. I understand that. Really? I don't think I would be either. Yeah. We'd have to be really either anyone. No, no one. So you would have a three-way with absolutely no one. No, I'm. I'm a very like my mindset is very monogamous. Really? Yeah. No interest in it. I feel like I'm like just shocked because I feel like from everything that you've told me about your sexual experiences, I feel like that's something that would interest you. I've had literally two. Yeah, but you're always <laughs> horny. So that's true. But like I'm horny for <laughs> affection and cuddles. You know? Oh, that's so precious. Yeah. You can get that from a three-way. Twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true, but like, I don't know. It's not for me. 
Fair enough. It'd be really hard to not get jealous or I feel like exactly referencing sex in the city I feel like you definitely have to be the like the guest of the three-way rather than like have a guest yeah I've heard that being the guest is far better yeah because mm-hmm. there's less attachment to it and there's less history yeah yeah you okay did you hear my jaw I did she <laughs> Ellie was yawning and I just heard her jaw just pop right out TMJ people Oh, oh my god, me too. Hey. It's lots of problems. It's you know, the true. grinding. Oh, yeah. It's really? Bad. I thought yeah. that was only, like, super serious. I didn't think that that was, like, a casual thing. I think it's, like, a spectrum, you know? Yeah. Because, like, mine, it's very bad sometimes. Like, the other day, it was so bad that, like, I couldn't, like, chew things. Like, oh even, god. like, something soft. Weird. And, like, it would hurt my ear to chew something. Hmm. And my teeth couldn't even touch in on this side, on mm-hmm. my left side. Mm-hmm. It was it was That's bad. Terrible. But like yeah. sometimes it just cracks, you know. Ew. My dad will treat that sometimes. Like when I'm really stressed, it happens really bad to me. I don't know if yours is like stress induced or like what. But like it's so weird. It's the my dad's a chiropractor, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like the weirdest adjustment ever because he gets these he gets all the muscles like in obviously your jaw like right mm-hmm. under your ear and like in your scalp. And he'll, like, pull it. And, like, as he's pulling them, you have to, like, close your mouth slowly. So he's, like, basically, like, stretching out or I don't yeah. know what. But it, it does help. But it's, like, so painful. And it's so weird because, like, it's all the muscles, like, in your scalp, too. Weird. Oh, Can you tell him to uh, email me back for an appointment? <laughs> oh, my God. Call the office. I have. They haven't picked up every single time that really? I called. Yes. Ooh, that's not good. I'm, like, part of the marketing team. So not really, but, like... There's like three so people working there. So do I call you there. for an appointment? No. I mean, they should be calling you back. So the... They have not. The, so Tell yeah, doctor, last name inserted here. Best chiropractor in Glendale for 25 years. Figure it out if you really want to know who I am. scavenger <laughs> 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 hunt. Uh, uh, that's a lie. Like 20, like two years. years. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to know who I am, hair flip. <laughs> if you cared that much about uh, finding my identity. Um, oh, we man. should do another card. Yes, oh, I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> okay, your turn, Ellie. All right. All right, Alex, this question is for you. Okay. Have I often struck you as immature or unable to take care of myself? <laughs> <laughs> She's drinking. She is fully drinking. And I don't blame her because I know the answer to this and it's yes. You don't know the answer. That's why I'm drinking. You're right. All right. Imogen, mm. <laughs> do you think I sometimes take advantage of other people? Not that I've seen. I, I haven't you, known you, you for that long. That question? That's so much easier. <laughs> what the fuck? Now I look like a bitch and Imogen's like so sweet. <laughs> fuck you. Alex, you're one of my best friends and I've known you for so long. that. Yeah, I, I know. That's why you gave me that fucking question. <laughs> okay, bottoms up, everybody. Ugh. Everybody. Listen, here's the thing. I am really good at, like, I have no self-control when it comes to regular drinks, but I am terrible at taking shots. Me too. That was only half a shot. You you gulped that down. Like, with the one that we took earlier, it was like, I drank half of it, and then I had to drink the other half. Really? And even then, it was like... Yeah. Oh, man. The worst is like when you get it on your face yeah. and it's ugh. I got, I, that happened to me earlier. I'm a messy bitch. <laughs> I don't know. If there's one thing that I feel like I have to nail, more so because 
I feel like because I'm a bartender, I really do need to nail just taking shots of yeah. alcohol because people feel really like, this is a side tangent, I'll probably edit this out, but <laughs> people feel really like connected to you as a bartender when you like take a shot with them, even though it's like half water half tequila like is it you do that i i rarely actually take a full shot with anybody so you like secretly fill it with water is that what bartenders do yeah for sure that's because we have to like clean up after you guys yeah like i the only time i'll take a a full regular shot is if a bride at a wedding is like take a shot with me which has only happened once (laughs) so every other time i'm taking like three quarters water one quarter vodka Mm-hmm. And that's it. So at least I like make the face authentically, <laughs> and everybody like. I don't yeah. think you. I think as a bartender, you need to master not making a face. Definitely. Well, it's not so much the face as it is just a reaction. Like, okay. People need to see that you're actually drinking alcohol, and so it's like I can only do that so well when I'm not. Especially because half the time people aren't drunk enough to not notice. Mm-hmm, I mean, so. I get that, but I think it would be so fucking badass if you were to just, like, shoot a shot and be like, all right, have a great evening, guys. Yeah. That's why just we like, drink water. No reaction <laughs> whatsoever. That's why bartenders mm-hmm. drink water. That's right, yeah. Well, and to be fair, like, I had one person challenge mm-hmm. me to a drinking contest, and I was like... <laughs> On the job? Yeah, but I also was like, okay, first of all... <laughs> Listen to what you're doing. You are challenging a bartender whose entire job it is to know alcohol and understand and drink alcohol to a drinking contest. <laughs> like, yeah. you know that scene in Indiana Jones where it's like this bartender and this like patron, she's like taking shots and they're like drinking. Like there's a, it's basically a drinking contest and he like takes a shot and he like smiles and he's like, I got you bitch. And then he just falls in the back of his chair and he just falls to the floor and she's like, that's right. Pay me up. (laughs) They were like 12 shots in. I feel like anytime someone challenges a bartender to any drinking game or beer pong, Mm -hmm. I've had people challenge me to beer pong and I'm like, baby, no, don't don't do that to me. One yeah. time I was working with a bartender and they challenged the both of us to beer pong and we were like, once we're done working, we'll come by. Well, we'll, we'll sweep the mat for you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and did we? Yes, mm-hmm. we did. And it was great. You. Yeah. But what were we talking about before? Oh, Imogen. Do you think I sometimes take advantage of other people? That's what Ellie asked you. She said no. I already said no. So I'll take a card. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I definitely in, don't. In movies where people are taking a lot of shots, the the scene in Have you guys seen The Greatest Showman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it. I don't remember much of it. There's I didn't scene, like it that much. Everyone love loved movie. it, cried, sang songs really, always. I didn't cry, but that that one song, This Is Me, gets me hyper, Ooh. like so fucking high. Good, I get that. Like yeah. I can like punch a wall and I would be okay (laughs) but like there's this one song where these two dudes are like trying to make a deal and they're in a bar and like every few seconds they take a shot and I think I counted one time and it was like 12 shots and I'm like how are they on tables right now how are they standing yeah well were they muscular it's Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron yes they were fine they were fine. It was also a movie. Yeah, truly, truly, and honestly, it was. it was probably like bartender shots where it was like half water, half or vodka. all water. Yeah, <laughs> but it was brown, 
So they put some brown food dye in it. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Your yeah. turn to take okay. a card. All right. <clears throat> take your time to read it. Take your time to read it. Decide who you want to ask which question. Oh, no. Okay. Please make lean, Ellie lean, drink lean this in, time. Though. Lean in, though. Uh, so I don't remember if we already, um, went over this. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to let you guys choose. Okay. Uh, describe your first real kiss, then describe your last kiss. Um, but the other one is describe your worst bathroom related disaster. How fun Alex, I want to let you. That's what I was going to say. Cause disaster. I feel like you are a very like shamelessly just like, yeah, I'll tell proud of your. I'll tell about things. I'll tell about so, okay. so who's familiar with the YMCA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a family organization. Shocked they hired me, but they did. It was my first like real job. Um, I worked the front desk, so I was checking people in, making sure the facility was like taken care of, all that good shit. And this was I worked there for like two years. I want to say. Yeah, exactly two years. And towards the end of my two-year engagement with the YMCA, I was transferred to a different location. And that's important because the location that I was at before always had three people on duty. So there were always two people available to man the desk. At least. If not, then there was at least one other person there to man the desk for you. At the new facility I was transferred to, it was um, two people for most of the time, and then for the really slow hours, it was just you manning the front desk. <laughs> so, coffee shits exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that meme, the I gotta head out meme. It's like the, the poop in my butt after I drink a coffee. I, I'm a head out. And... See, the thing is, is that I was, um, there were two people at the time that I was working, but one of the other person who was working with me was giving a tour to possible new members. And I had drinking my whole coffee for that day. And I had to shit <laughs> real bad. And the thing was like, it was like enough that I could like hold it. But I was still, you know, like before you shit, you like start farting a little yeah, bit. You don't want to like get to moving. that point where you right. have to go. Right. Down. And I was like, I can hold it. They have a, a walkie talkie so I can <laughs> message them if they really need to come down and like take, take this front desk for a second. I was like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I could hold it. I was fine. But I was farting a lot. <laughs> like I was farting so much. And... At one point, I remember I farted, and I was like, oh, that one was really juicy. <laughs> that was not a fart. Was it not a fart? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, are you ready to make matters worse? Yeah. A lifeguard. So, when the lifeguards have to go to the bathroom, someone has to go to the pool deck. Again, this was at a facility where there were less people, so we really had to swap around who was around so that way we could take care of everybody's stations and this lifeguard came to me and was like hey can you stand out at the lifeguard deck so that i can go to the bathroom and i was like of course of course and as i was walking it was like it was kind of wet back there oh, a little slimy in between. <laughs> yes. 
I was like, this is weird. Whatever. What a fart, right? Oh my god. So I get to the lifeguard deck to like watch the people. And a breeze comes by. And I feel the breeze on my butt cheeks. And I was like, oh, I fully sharded. You pooped in your pants. <laughs> At work. <laughs> At work. The worst place to do it. You said that so calmly. I sharted. <laughs> I would be crying. <laughs> I've just reckoned with it. I just accepted it as part of my identity at this point. I sharted oh once God. and it was awful. So I'm out there and I'm like, shit. I sharted. <laughs> Nobody's gonna come in to relieve my my position at work. <laughs> like I'm stuck here for the next. I feel like if four hours that you shit your pants, someone would come. Why would you say that? Why would I say that to anybody? Like, hey, can you come take over for the next three hours? I have pooped my pants. Like, I guess I'm, it depends how bad it is. Because if you full out shit. <laughs> In my underwear, my cheeks are sliding around. It's not really conducive to a proper workspace, but like, you know what? I'm gonna take a So, anyway, so the lifeguard comes back, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, I gotta take care of this. So I run to the bathroom. And it is a mess. Oh, it is a giant mess. And see, the bathroom was in the locker room. Again, tiny facility. We didn't have both a bathroom and a locker room. They were both in the same place. VHY? Uh, CBY. You know. I know. You know. So. VH1. A network that shows. Shut the fuck up. I'm telling a story. You guys were saying letters and numbers. I thought I would have hopped She knows them. what the fuck I'm talking about. Just because you're out of the loop doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Alright, cool. All right, I'll lean back and listen to the story. So, I realize I have to clean my pants before I go back to work. Obviously. I can't go back to work with shitted pants. Mm-hmm. Now, thank God it had only really gotten in my underwear. Mm-hmm. It had not gotten in my pants. But I had to clean my underwear. Did you, you should have just thrown them away at that point. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, my God, Alex. So I took off my pants. Keep in mind, the only top I had was my work top. So I left my work top on for the members to see that I was walking around the locker room pantsless. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and underwearless. <gasps> so my bare butt cheeks were exposed. <laughs> As I was walking back and forth between the stall and the sink to like wash With out my your, underwear, so you're naked, holding your poopy pants, or your naked poopy except undies. for my top. Yes, right. <laughs> so you were Winnie the Pooh and up in that <laughs> shit, dude. I don't know how I managed, but somehow I cleaned my underwear. Wow. Oh, but then you had to wear wet underwear. It wasn't wet. I just okay. wiped it really, oh, okay. really well. It was not a. It's not a proud moment in my life. Okay, I'm aware of it. <laughs> so that was, uh, and then I went back to work, and everything was fine. And then I went home and I cried. And it, was, it was fine. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You're you're good now. I'm fine now. Yeah, you're yeah. so solid now. And now my, my coworker had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Until I told him like two weeks later, I was like, Azam, I shit myself that one time that I was in the bathroom for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> what did he say? 
He was like, he's like the nicest guy. Though, he so. is. He was like, I've been there. I was like, thank you. Aww. I really needed that. <laughs> okay. All right, Ellie. Your turn for wow, the question. Wow, hard to transition I'm going to take a shot that. after that because <laughs> your girl needs it. Just think about that kid you're telling us about. No shame. You know, just live in life. We could all live like a You don't need to have shame about that. I'd it, be fine. It really happens. It happens. Yes. To everyone. In different gravities. 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 You know, some worse than some others. Some on Saturn. Some, some on Uranus. Soaks through their pants probably. Some just a little a little a little bit of poop, you know? I it could be worse. <laughs> so don't worry. Alright. Okay, Ellie. Describe your real your first real kiss. Then describe your last kiss. You know what? I don't want to talk about my first real kiss, cause like so then take a shot. Fuck that bitch. Take but a my shot. Last take a kiss, shot. My last real kiss. My last... <laughs> my last real kiss was this morning to my girlfriend. Before she left for work and before I left to go mm. home. Cute. Love her. Aww. Have you guys said that to each other? Yeah. I hope so. I hope this Listen, isn't a big reveal. No, it's not. No. Um, we're literally such lesbians... That, like, we've been talking for, like, a month before we actually met up. And that, like, after <laughs> after we met up for the first time, she was like, hey, I want to tell you something. I was like, wait until we're in person. <laughs> but, yeah. So. Aww, that's cute. That's so cute. And I remember when we first started Take your this, shot. Take your shot. I you gotta were pour like, a little bit of this out because I poured yeah. too much. You were, like, so not happy with your dating contenders Mm -hmm. and like that's just that was not that long ago but now that's just exciting you know i'm so happy see guys things get better they do i want to give a quick shout out to bumble (laughs) and me not realizing that my not sponsored (laughs) that my that my like distance settings weren't set within like 50 miles so like (laughs) god it's really yeah. God. <laughs> and we are not sponsored. I want to reiterate. Who do you... Okay. If we continue this, I actually want to ask. I probably delete this, but who do you think our first sponsor would be? Honey? Probably or Dolly Shane Club. <laughs> For, <laughs> honestly, Danon has connections. So yeah. probably uh-huh. Dollar Shave Club. To be honest, getting a sponsorship for this... That would we'd be get a oh. fuck ton of money! Would <laughs> we... <laughs> How much do you get with those? Depends on the sponsorships. Sometimes it's 30K. What? Depends on the sponsorship. Why? My goal with this has... We have like 10 listeners. My goal with this has never been to like... Yeah. Make it. Like this is really just a passion project and I'm like, it'd be really cool if like it ended up being something that people actually listen to, but my goal has never been like, let's make it yeah here's the thing though that happened with my favorite murder and now that is literally the biggest podcast ever oh i'm like we're shocked that like a million people are like what the (laughs) fuck you guys think we're you're crazy (laughs) but like timothy who's a good friend of ours he was like you guys are really good like he really Mm. likes listening to oh it's oh dana hey guys so we're about halfway so um we're gonna take a quick break. We'll, oh my god. We'll be back, right? 
next week, you guys. So sorry. I'm sure you guys are excited to hear the rest of this episode. However, we did end up having quite a bit more audio than we expected. So this is going to be in two parts. The next part will be released next week, provided that I don't get too distracted and can actually edit it in time. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.